Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. My guest today is Winston Fowler with Cruisers Net, and Winston is going to be filling us in on some of where things stand on the North Carolina ICW today. Um, we're about a month out from Hurricane Florence really being a, a devastation to that area, but um, really don't want to go forward without at least uh, sending our thoughts and prayers to those in the path of Michael right now. We know that the Panama City area has sustained a substantial amount of damage, including several of our sponsor marinas. Um, don't know at this point how many of our looper boats may have been in that area. Um, of course, we're very hopeful that all of the loopers themselves uh, did, did follow the evacuation process um, and are safe, but we know there's a lot of devastation and our hearts go out to all of those affected by that. We hope to do another podcast like this one pertaining to the area that was hit by Michael in a few weeks when things can settle down and we can gather some information. So for today, we'll be focusing on North Carolina and the uh, impacts from Florence. Before I bring in Winston, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral-level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Beneto, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. Winston Fowler, thanks for joining me today. We appreciate your time. Kim, thank you for inviting us to do so. And uh, to all those who will be listening, I'd like to take this opportunity to say happy birthday, Kim. I hope the coming years are good oh. for you. <laughs> thank you, Winston. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, well, let's, let's talk about you. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself <laughs> and about Cruisers Net and what you're doing at for cruisers because um, it's a great resource. Well, thank you so much. That's a kind. That's a, I appreciate that compliment. Uh, Kim, yes, we've been around since 2005 on the web. We are sort of an offshoot from what Claiborne Young used to do when he became a cruising guide author back in 1983 and 84. And uh, as the Internet became a, a go-to medium, uh, it became prudent for him to take his information and move it to the web. So back in about 2004, 2005, he began that. Uh, basically, uh, went from a, a cruising guide, uh, you know, format in print to what he called the Cruiser's Net, Salty Southeast Cruiser's Net, which is focused solely on the ICW and its nearby co near coastal and coastal waters from mile marker zero around Florida over to Mobile Bay. So we're focused on one specific area, and, of course, uh, Cruiser's Net is, is open to all boaters. It does not require a username. You don't have to remember a password, which for me is a golden uh, thing. Uh, no <laughs> membership, no registration. Just, you know, click on it and share your experiences on the water, the, the ones that have caused you concern and the ones that have, that have caused you some fun things so that those who will be following you uh, can enjoy your time on the water. And, of course, we've got directories for bridges and marinas and anchorages. And we do a weekly fuel price update where we call every marina, so uh, along with all the, the uh, alerts and notices to mariners. So it's kind of a complete cruising guide, and it's free to use. So we encourage those to use it as one of their resources uh, to have a safe and fun day on the water, Kim. Yeah, and it, and it is a great resource, and um, Winston has always been a great resource personally for AGLCA, so we thank you for joining us with this today. And, of course, um, My pleasure. Of course, there's also a presentation from Curtis Huff of, of Cruisers Net next week at the 
fall rendezvous, and he'll be talking about uh, part of the ICW, um, basically from the Keys up to, I believe he's going through Jacksonville. So those of you who are going to be joining us there, we'll get to hear more there. Um, but Winston, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Cruisers Net and your cruising in general. Because North Carolina is your home well, waters, we, correct? North Carolina is our home waters. We started, I started boating as a kid, uh, and we were out on the lake, out on the Walk on the uh, Catawba River and the Waccamaw River uh, in South Carolina, is where I started my boating as a as a youngster with the family. And it was mostly family boating, uh, both coastal and on the lakes and and, and rivers up of, of South Carolina. Uh, then, as an adult, I did some boating out in the out in the West uh, when we lived out there. Uh, when we moved to uh, Washington D.C. and worked, we lived in Annapolis, Maryland, for a little over 12 years, and that's where we really got into some enjoyable cruising and. Uh, we decided upon uh, retirement that we would actively cruise, and that was starting in 2000. So I'd say from the year 2000, we started cruising from the Chesapeake to the Keys to the Bahamas and on the west coast of Florida, and we continued that uh, uh, up to today. We're uh, going through a series of boats from sail to power, so we, uh, we appreciate both modes of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, of, of sources of power. And, you know, it's, uh, we've just, it's one of these things where we got involved with um, Claiborne, when he was writing his guides, we were using his guides, and uh, we found out that Claiborne lived in the town that we lived in. So uh, we had lunch, and they said, "Anything we can do to help you in this, uh, you know, in this endeavor?" He, we signed on in 2005, and the rest is history. Of course, the untimely part was that uh, Claiborne died in, a, in an accident uh, shortly after his wife had passed away from lung cancer. So the team that was working with him uh, was really attached to this gentleman. He had a, he had a passion to help cruisers. He had a passion for cruising, and uh, it's sort of if we can let his dream continue, uh, then we want to do so. So uh, we're trying to do everything as he had laid it out and had hoped to perpetuate it. So it's, it's both an honor and a pleasure to be here with Cruisers Net. Yeah, well, and hats off to you and the rest of the team because you have been able to continue what was started by Claiborne, and it's um, just a great oh, resource, you. so we appreciate it. Let's talk a little thank bit you. about um, the North Carolina ICW, that section of the ICW. We know that they had the worst, uh, and a little bit of, in the northern part of South Carolina as well, but they had the wow. worst of the impacts from Florence. For most loopers who are kind of doing the typical seasonal year-long uh, trip, um, they may not be in yeah. North Carolina for another, uh, you know, several months until the spring. But we know that we have some of our gold right. loopers that are have uh, summered on the Chesapeake and will be heading south. Yep. We know we have people who yep. aren't looping yet who are doing the more typical snowbird kind of thing and will be migrating south as well. Um, so they'll be in that, er that area soon, um, very soon, in fact. So start, if you can, kind of as an overall impression of the damage that was done to the ICW through North Carolina and South Carolina. Well, Kim, you know, I, I want to be very careful here. At the same time, we want to be exactly factual. Uh, doing the loop to me is one awesome adventure. And those of you who are starting out new, you're on, a, you're on something that will be a lifetime of memories, a lifetime of friends you're going to meet. So just, you know, take it with, with a little bit of caution as you come into North Carolina this year, but with no anxiety. For the most part, I'd like to just say North Carolina is open and welcomes you. The, the obvious is there's been a major storm come through here. And, and the rainfall that has been inland with all the rivers and, and the estuaries around North Carolina, not unlike the Chesapeake, uh, things float downstream. Uh, and 
there are some marinas that were still recovering from last year's Irma. So you, you will find that if you do proper planning, take the time in the evening or the day before to look at your float plan, know where you want to go, make some phone calls, uh, do some you know, prudent planning, and there may be a few places that don't have all the services they had last year, but they've got enough to make your, your stay comfortable and you can enjoy, the, you know, you can enjoy North Carolina. Uh, you know, just don't rush through. This is one of those years where uh, you always hear, you know, stop and smell the roses, stop and enjoy the journey. Don't just act like you're trying to deliver your boat to South Florida and rush through. This is an excellent time. It's almost like divine providence. Enjoy North Carolina. Get off the ICW a little bit. Go up some of the rivers, places like um, uh, uh, Elizabeth City and Edenton, uh, historic towns, uh, Washington, North Carolina. These are off the ICW, but they're just loaded with good restaurants, wonderful people, uh, things to do, things to see. And for the most part, these places are still open. So, uh, you know, without, I'd say there hasn't been major damage. There is prudent cause for concern to watch where you're going, be careful, do your charting, look for those uh, uh, alerts on your charts Look, for, you know, that we have on our website and others have on their websites. Uh, look for those alerts uh, and just proceed with caution, but proceed, I think, and enjoy the trip, and uh, hopefully the weather will be solid gold for them as they enter North Carolina. That would be the main mm-hmm. thing. Have a sunny day. All right. So let's kind of the most important thing um, is the waterway open all the way through North Carolina into South Carolina because I know for a time following the storm um, as all of the rain that fell in the in the upstate and the uplands kind of worked its way down um, parts of it were actually closed uh, to traffic coming through is that correct right that is correct I think if it wasn't closed there were there were elements of it that were not operating that closed it. I mean, you could operate up to the bridge, but the bridge wasn't going to work. So although the waterway was open, you couldn't pass a certain point. Uh-huh. The, you know, right now everything is open. I, I talked to the people up at the Dismal Swamp Welcome Center a couple of days ago, and um, the young lady there who heads that up uh, had just been on a, an entire, she had made the entire trip uh, through the canal, and she said it's one of the first times she's done it, doing the whole thing in a couple of days. and. Uh, there's a little duckweed in there, but it's not nearly as bad as it has been, or it's, you know, it's not nearly as serious it caused concern, and it tends to move out of the way easily it, just with the bow of the boat. But that's a, you know, when the dismal swamp is open and everything is operating, that's a good sign, uh, uh-huh. you know, as is the regular waterway coming down through Coin Jock and that way if you decide to come. But waterway is open all the way through, and from what I understand, at this time, the uh, Socastee Bridge, which is way down in South Carolina, along mm-hmm. the Waccamaw River, has now started operating again. So the waterway is open all the way through South Carolina. Um, so at this moment, as of today, and, uh, of course, Michael's out there, and I'm not sure what Michael is doing south of me right now, but uh, for the most part, uh, the waterway, well, not for the most part, the waterway is open, and uh, I think many of the facilities along there are, are, are open also. There's an mm-hmm. uh, entire list of, uh, of, of these that are listed on our website that you can search. You just go to the search bar, put in there shoaling, put in the name of a marina, and uh, put in Florence, and it will give you the conditions of Florence so that you can kind of have an idea of what to expect as you, as you cruise. Right. So, Winston, you mentioned mentioned shoaling. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And it's good to hear that it's open and you can navigate all the way through. Um, Here in Charleston, we were thankfully really spared um, from really just about any impacts from Florence. But um, 
shoaling is something you know we deal with on a regular basis on a lot of our waterway in the upstate and into North right. Carolina that's not always as much of an issue but of course post storm you have to wonder about that so do you have any information as of yet you know has any surveying been done looking for new shoaling or new depths on the waterway and how can we stay on top of, of new reports on that Kim, that's, that's an excellent question, and yes, the Corps of Engineers, I think, has done an outstanding job so far. I mean, these, some of the surveys that they've done around Browns Inlet in North Carolina, New River Inlet, um, Topsail, uh, Lockwood Folly just came in, uh, and they've got the graphs that, that are beyond the website. Uh, I think one of the things that, that the Corps and the Coast Guard are saying is that, you know, the usual suspects always approach with caution, always approach if you can at the high, you know, at least between the two mid-tides on the high side. Uh, look for postings on our website. Certainly, you know, the forum of, of the Great Loop, you guys share information, uh, which is, you know, sort of part of our motto, cruisers helping cruisers. So uh, look and see who's been where. Uh, they're probably sharing on some forums, Great Loop or, or Cruisers Net. But the usual suspects are approach with caution, the Coast Guard is saying because the waters have been so swift, there have been some currents reported, I think, of, you know, at, with all the, the flooding, which have been at, at record levels, some buoys may be off station. And in most of these uh, surveys, they will note, you know, it may seem uncomfortable, but, you know, take this red marker at a certain position uh, that you may not think is right. So uh, if you and here again, if you go to Cruises Net, go up to our search window, put in Florence, Hurricane Florence shoaling, and, and it'll start to give you those, those areas to go to. And um, uh, I'd say use that search engine to get to where you want to go quicker than trying to go through a number of postings that, that are just out there. Try to get to them quicker. Um, and, and then, of course, if you want to look at the surveys, they're there also. And, they, and they, what the Corps does there, I think, is just awesome with those uh, uh, you know, the, the depth soundings they do and showing you kind of where to go. So yeah. be aware, okay. be cautious, stay alert. Good. Good advice, good information on how to find more details. We're going to take a quick break and listen to a message from one of our sponsors. When we come back, we'll uh, jump into some specifics, Winston, if that's okay with you, um, you know, specific marinas perhaps and uh, anchorages and things like that that may have been adversely affected. We'll be back in a moment. Standing by. Curtis Stokes & Associates is a yacht brokerage company that specializes in Great Loop capable boats. Curtis Stokes is a supporter of AGLCA at the Admiral level. If you're looking to buy or sell a Great Loop veteran from a trusted and knowledgeable broker, visit the company on the web at curtisstokes.net. Email curtisstokes at curtisstokes.net or call 954-684-0212. We're back on Great Loop Radio chatting with Winston Fowler about the status of the ICW primarily in North Carolina and the upper part of South Carolina post-Florence. Winston, if we could, we'd like to jump into some, we've kind of talked about an overview. Let's look at some specifics. Um, are there any of the more popular marinas that people may be looking to visit that are either not reopened yet or have substantial damage and can't provide service? You know, there are. Um, I, 
and I, I'm going to say none of the, the real the real popular ones that we know of are totally closed. Uh, the biggest exception there is the area around Newburn, North Carolina, up on the Noose River. Uh, we did talk to the uh, Galley Stores Marina there, and uh, Mark said that he's got everything except uh, fuel, uh, and they're still working on that, but he's got power, he's got water, the laundry's open. Uh, Bridge Point Marina, which is, I think, across, you know, just across the river from the actual uh -huh. town, the old part of town, is totally wiped out. They, they, are, they are closed completely. Um, and, but the the marina that was there at the hotel, where I think you actually, uh, there have been some 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 looper uh, events there yeah. at uh, mm -hmm. the Newburn Grand Marina. Uh, they've done a great job. Their 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 outer docks were meant to be sort of a, a, an attenuation device, and they served the marina well. They took a pounding. Those outer docks took a pounding. And they took on a heck of a lot of water. And in fact, uh, the dock master now is 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 in a, up on the second floor of the hotel because everything on the first level there was flooded. Uh, if if you want to go into Newburn and visit Newburn, uh, call ahead. Uh, I think it's Jeremy. Speak to Jeremy, and he can work you in. Another good one has has always been uh, River uh, uh, River Forest Marina uh, uh -huh. down around the Bellhaven area. They were exposed also. Uh, Henry says that you know they do have some limited space. They can take people in that want to you know visit the area. They do have some rooms there at the manor, uh, but it's very limited. And uh, he's got some electrical issues he's still working on, but he's working hard. Uh, uh, I think the other one would be River Dunes. Uh, they're open. Uh, they've got a few few things they're working on that have been damages to some of their transient space. Uh, he said, please call ahead because they're trying to accommodate people, and as they come and go, they will do so, but they want people to come in. Whitaker Creek, totally closed. Uh, Homer Smith Docks, good place to pick up some fuel and everything. They're fully operational. If you're looking for seafood at R.E. Mayo, uh, they can give you diesel. It is a gravity feed uh, operation at the moment. But all of their freezers are intact. They are still getting fresh seafood from their boat, so you can you can resupply with seafood. Um, let's see, uh, Moorhead City, Beaufort, all those areas wide open and ready to go. Southport, uh, Wilmington, you know, uh, wide open, ready to go. Um, so uh, even even Bath Marina, they've got a few limitations up there, but uh, they're off and going. Uh, Coin Jock, those of you who like to stop in for the prime rib on your way south. Fully operational, ready to go. Elizabeth City, Edenton, Dismal Swamp, Albemarle Plantation. In fact, uh, Buddy and the tech gang up there say this is a great year to do the Albemarle Loop, mainly because most of everybody around the loop is operational. Uh, and although Manteo is not part of that, Manteo is fully operational and a great town to spend some time in. And, and I tell you what, Kim, <laughs> I get excited. I wish I was out there because... <laughs> I don't want to go too fast here, and I want to be, I want to see all these places in North Carolina, and I'm not sure I got enough time on my bucket list left to do them all. But <laughs> well, know, for the most part, everything is operational. Yeah, and it's it's great to hear that, and I'm I'm sure you uh, like I was watching the coverage of Florence and and seeing the webcams mm -hmm. that were there uh, right there in New Bern. Um, right along the walkway where we did have our event and you know new burn grand there and um it, it is amazing how well that particular facility held up and we appreciate their sponsorship melissa true from new burn grand um will actually yes. be at the rendezvous next week as well and she'll share some details but they have uh had that. tremendous um tremendous effort uh working 
extremely hard, and it shows by the updates she's been sending me on how much they've recovered already. Um, and it's heartbreaking to see some of those marinas that did not fare as well and will be closed longer, mm-hmm. but hopefully they can all bounce back. And thankfully, there is enough open, it sounds like, Winston, to accommodate everyone as they're coming through. Oh, there is. And, you know, we just got a note in yesterday from Bellhaven at the Chamber of Commerce and from some of the marinas out there. Uh, the new owners, if you haven't been to Dowry Creek since the new owners took over, uh, you need to stop in there just to meet the most enthusiastic group and have them tell you the story of how they got the family into the marina business. Uh, Midwest family, retired military, Corps of Engineers, uh, it, it, that's worth the stop at Dowry Creek. And then, of course, <laughs> uh, the people in Bell Haven say everything is operational, and that's a great little town. Washington, North Carolina, uh, uh, they did say that um, um, Mr. Bass, uh, Brass said that they did have some electrical issues, but that was two weeks ago, and he was hoping to have those worked out in about two or three days. So uh, there's some great places to visit in North Carolina and uh, mm-hmm. all the way down, as I said. So just take your time and enjoy and be safe and you know, this will give that old Walkamaw River time to get rid of all the garbage that it's got floating through it in, uh-huh. <laughs> in South Carolina. Yeah. Well, and I want to talk a little bit about anchorages, but I know this is going to be a little bit harder to cover because you can't just call the number for the anchorage and find out if they're open, obviously. Um, you know, marinas are a little bit easier to track their status because there's people you can talk to. Um, and without as many boats haven't come through yet, there's probably not great information yet about, you know, any changes to the bottom in some of the anchorages, but any feedback you can give us on places perhaps to avoid or places that might be good spots to anchor at this point? Kim, from the time that you've invited us to participate, I've I've looked out for some of those. People are, uh, we see where they're dropping their anchor. Now, we have not seen one negative report about an anchorage that somebody has dropped their hook on that has changed or caused them to say, wow, not going to drop the anchor there anymore. So if you've got your anchoring guide and you, or you, you've looked at the history where you want to anchor, I would say just, you know, do your prudent anchoring process, make sure it's holding, you know, and, and watch your currents. If it, you know, I don't know what Michael's going to do, and this is not, this is post-Lawrence and, you know, right in the middle of Michael, but Watch the currents in the rivers at this inland range because it does come down, it does increase. So I'd say just be careful, but we have nothing to report from a negative standpoint or a concern. Good. That's excellent to know. So we kind of talked in the beginning that the more traditional looping schedule is probably not to hit North Carolina until the spring, although we know there's lots of people going through for other reasons. Um, you know, right. it sounds like a lot of recovery has already happened, but uh, by the spring, do you think there'll be any um, lasting effects that loopers should be concerned about? Every time we spoke to somebody and we asked them about it, you know, where they were going to be, they kept saying, give me two weeks, give me 30 days, give me 60 days, you know, uh, to have that uh, we think by spring they're going to be all looking forward to it and all looking forward to those guys headed to the toward the Chesapeake Bay. So <laughs> they, I think to a, to, a, to a T, everybody said yes, we should be we should be up and running completely by then, unless we have some other you know major hiccup. So I think sure. all's well, good for the spring North Fleet. Well, that is great news, and it, it sounds like it's also good for those migrating south in the very near future. Um, so that's great news, Absolutely. given you know, the, you know, the power and the rainfall from Florence. It's good to hear that the waterway is, is doing mm-hmm. okay. Um, hopefully, in a few weeks, we can uh, have a similar report that will be at, as encouraging about the damage to uh, the Gulf Coast there uh, from uh-huh. Michael, um, and we'll try to bring that to our listeners as 
soon as we can get some information. Um, any other thoughts, Winston? Uh, anything else you want to share that perhaps I haven't asked about, about the waterway in North Carolina? Well, Tim, I think you've done a good job, and I think most people are, are going to put their, you know, their common sense cap on and, and approach this with, you know, some level of caution and, and certainly, you know, good planning. Um, if they have any, I would like to say this, because if you go to cruisersnet.net and you start searching around, we are launching our newly revised website this weekend. So it does come with a tutorial. Take the time to look through that tutorial. Uh, learn how to use it. It's faster. Uh, it, it gets you places quicker, and it, 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 I think it presents the information now in a format that's a little more, uh, um, I'd use the word user-friendly, but from what we get from all the people that have been testing and all the beta site things, it, it, it has a better formatting to present the information. So if you see something change, just do, go through the tutorial and take a look at it. Use the search engine and uh, Anything you see that you don't like, our contact information is up there. Drop us a note. We'll get it posted. But, uh, you know, just take your time, and I sincerely hope most people will enjoy North Carolina uh, in some of the areas off the cruisers, uh, off the, I'm sorry, off the ICW a little bit, and then get back on it. Um, all the way down, you know, to, to the border of South Carolina. Lockwood Folly, there's a graph on there, so uh, people are going through at mid-tides and uh, to high tides without any problems. So, don't be anxious. Get out there and enjoy and send us what you think and share your experiences <laughs> on the water. That's great information, Winston. And, and for our listeners, cruisersnet.net, a great place to stay up to date on all of these changes to the waterway. Um, Winston, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you sharing your time and your information with us today, and we'll hope to have you back soon with some more updates. We look forward to it. Everybody keep their eye on Michael. I'm not sure what it's doing. I'm a little bit north of it, but... Uh, uh, thank you for this time, Kim, and, 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 and all the loopers. Enjoy. Be safe. You're on an adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> Thanks, Winston. To our listeners, thank you for joining us again. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.